Hello everyone. Welcome home. Welcome to the Talk with a Zambian Child, hosted by me, Tevin Smart. Welcome to another episode on this lovely Friday morning. On a sad note today, due to a loss that my friend experienced, we're not going to have a game show, no recommendation, but we're just going to talk about different stuff with two of my friends that I'm close to. So, I urge every one of you to sit back, relax, and enjoy this episode as we talk about everything that starts with grief, friendship, life, school, or anything that gives us anxiety and that we're anxious about. So, take that cup of coffee or that cup of water wherever you are. Make sure you're comfortable, you are seated, and you're in the right place. Don't forget that beverage you always needed. So let's get right into it, guys, and let me introduce you to two of my close friends Tandiwe, Sakala, and Ephraim Mulenga. Before I even welcome these guys, on a sad note today, we also have our legend, the first president of our country, Dr. Kenneth Kaunda, who's passed on and may so rest in peace. So we mourn him and he's been one person who's really been in the fight for our freedom and he's been someone we've looked up to. We hope we can get time to learn more about him as he's passed on. But I hope we all get to mourn him in the way that we believe he was like. So let me welcome my guest now. Welcome guys. Thank you. So Today, we've got two people and I've already said their name, but let us hear from them as they introduce themselves. We can start with you. All right, thank you very much, Tevin. So my name is Tendiwe Sakala. I'm a second year student at the University of Zambia doing economics with a minor in demography. Okay. I love to read. I love movies. Okay. Though right now I don't read a lot because of school, <laughs> but I love, love, love yeah. reading movies. I love I love my friends. I love hanging out with my friends. I love my quiet time. I won't say I love music, but I like it. Oh, okay, I get <laughs> you. Know, I love music, but yes, I like it. Yes. When you know, I'm stressed and anything, so yeah, that's basically it. Yep. Yeah. So my name is uh, Ephraim Mulenga uh, from the University of Zambia. I'm studying mathematics and high school education. Uh, my hobbies actually it's uh, to read and obviously i love calculations so yeah i enjoy numbers cracking numbers here and there so <laughs> that's it but you know uh, yeah that's, what I that's quite pretty interesting and don't forget guys covid is real always mask up have your sanitizer near you and always make sure you wash your hands frequently before you touch any food or after you greet someone make sure you follow those guidelines whether you're in school whether you're at home whether you're at church and the regulations that have been put up make sure you follow each one step by step so today i'm just with my friends talking so today our topic is just just talking <laughs> The fact is, there's been so much going on for us. We've had a friend who's lost her dad. We've had COVID regulations come upon our school. We've had so much going on. There's been anxiety. We've tried to go through our second year. There's been so much. 
and this thing sometimes it'd be nice just to talk about it and let's hear from each other what we think how this experience has been so i urge all of you to sit down because this might help one of you so for you guys we've literally seen that covid19 has struck us all badly right yeah. for you guys how has that been how has the effect of covid19 been on you well for me you know like when we had the covid last year yes i'm sure most of us were actually not taking it seriously no we weren't we we're thinking ah you know it's a covid it's not that bad <laughs> mm. we're not masking up not sanitizing if mask up obviously it's when you're going in the store because yes. you won't be late in or something but then with like the beginning of 2021 i think most of us can actually relate that it is so real it's so real it's so real and you actually get to realize that oh, this thing is actually serious when someone you're close to gets it yeah. or someone you actually know mm-hmm. so this year i've actually had um i can say three to maybe three to five people yeah. who i actually know who got the virus Damn. then i began to actually say that, okay this, this is serious you actually have to put on your mask mm-hmm. you actually have to you know follow yeah so that's actually basically it you know then the good thing is it's good so far those i actually knew you know they actually recovered from it yeah they're okay then there's only one that i actually know of that actually died from the same covid which is really really sad that's really sad yeah so you know i feel it's better to avoid it than it gets to a point where mm-hmm. it can actually take you out yes so we just have to take it so yeah. seriously do what you need to and if you get it if you have it don't panic it's very possible that you recover from it but then if you can just make sure you don't get it yeah. not that it's optional but you just have to do what you can yeah okay so in the beginning the covid you know the zambia the way it was hit by you know the, uh, the pandemic yes came, like no one knew and it just you know came from this <laughs> it was a white disease yeah, so <laughs> not something of africa people, uh, <laughs> ignore like not as in paying attention to the guidelines yes. in the first place where, you know they were, they were being told by the healthy personnel and many at times that people have got this myth of saying you know it, it is only for the you know people that are are well to do yeah. and uh, but we've seen that even people that don't really have you know yes. they still have it and some die mm-hmm. yeah so Yeah the covid it's really bad and ways that we have the the third wave so things are now you know they out of hand for real. who yeah, could have so. thought that it would be from the first to a second yeah, to a third now we're just hoping doesn't get to the fourth yes that's what everyone is hoping for yeah and i think you like let's say it's been so much to deal with because who i had no idea i was so computer literate until covid came like i was so computer literate i didn't know how to use my gadget i didn't know those even an app to use literally for school for certain classes yeah. then we were introduced to all this new system and we are still trying to adapt because exactly. this is something that you can't adapt over a second right mm-hmm. and it's been a year it's been a while but we're still trying to adapt and there's been so much with the transitioning from this place to this place hospitals i i had this experience with one of my relatives where my my little niece was sick right 
and she was supposed to go to the hospital and this friend comes home and says you can go to the hospital my aunt asks why they are they are what testing for covid my aunt was like oh no i'm not going they might find my child with covid and i'm like yeah. we have literally settled in this box where you're like i would rather settle at home and heal myself somehow yeah. and still not go to the hospital and be tested but for you guys is that has that ever happened for you in your families Mm. like everyone is just accepting <laughs> I feel everyone is kind of hesitant you know, oh, especially okay. now with the vaccine that yes. we're hearing because most people are like no I'll go there and then they'll give me the vaccine <laughs> yes. then something will happen like no one mm. actually knows what's going on then others I think they're having those reservations because they're being told no even if you go to the clinic there's no medication yes. you actually won't be given anything That's the thing. so everything has either resorted to no you steam yourself mm. you do something because in the end i don't know how true it is though mm-hmm. they're like no even if you go there maybe you just given something to try to boost to boost your immune system oh, okay so well, did i ever have that fear to say i, do? I, I can't remember you know <laughs> i don't know <laughs> but then there was a time knowing you have a flu <laughs> That one hits all of us. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not going that, anywhere. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then, you know, the, okay, like what we, we, it depends upon how we mm. find ourselves in, th- in such a situation where we have flu, you know, yeah. just have a little COVID, yeah. Mm. And then you're thinking it's, it's the same COVID. Yes, yeah. that's the thing. So, but then, it actually comes out to be different. You know, like you have flu today, then mm. after three days or so, you're okay. And you know, flu is like the African common disease. Like, yeah. <laughs> like we're so used to coughing and yeah. having a flu. And I think it's because of the same confusion that I remember mm. I went to, to, the, to the clinic once and yes. I was not okay. Then I was, so sh- I was like, I was so sure this is COVID. So I told the doctor everything. Then he was like, no, like it's not. And I'm like, how do you know? He's like, no, that's not how COVID is. <laughs> and you know, the thing with it is that whether you actually follow all the guidelines that were given. I don't know if this was a positive statement from him, but kind of mm. helped me. But like, whether you follow everything or not, but what he used was, if you're meant to get it, you'll get it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's so like, wow. I don't, know, I don't know how to feel about that. You know, he was like, if you're meant to get it, you'll get it. Mm. And then from then, I was just like, ah, I'm not meant to get it. And I feel <laughs> so positive. Like, from then, I haven't had anything like, mm, this mm. should be, this should be that. So, yeah. So yeah, the same COVID, some people take it in a way that okay, uh, 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 you know, my other uh, colleague has yes. actually put it, say to be positive. Mm-hmm. That's how they think. When you tell them to be positive, then it means you're just telling them to just be you know, having the same COVID. But it, it comes out differently. So I don't know how, you know. But then the same COVID, uh, it just, like we are told to, yes. to actually to, to 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 be to be self quarantined, right? Ah, yeah. So we just have to take the guidelines that are being given by the, by our by the healthy personnel. That's so true. And I've had people who I've literally had as friends who've really gotten this COVID, and it's really been rough. And there's this one person who was like our grandmom to to me, and we had so much of a close connection then i was at school by that time then i hear from my mom she says no that uh she's been caught with covid she's now by living manawasa and you know that's the isolation center right you can go visit you can go what that's like just the isolation you can only take food you come back and it was really hard then the next time we hear that she's dead 
to find. And you find you do not know how to contemplate this, right? And you're always like, oh, I'm going to see her body tomorrow. I am going to see how then the hospital gives regulations where only five people are allowed to go there and check the body out and you're like the time she went to the hospital was actually the last time i saw her yeah. and grief hits hard there it, it really hits hard for you guys with regards to grief how do you believe grief could be handled in such situations because it's been like deaths have been literally rising in zambia at this point mm-hmm. in countries we've had a death toll every time increasing and that's why you've seen that the whole department of healthy has come together and say okay we need a 21 days of review of checking how our schools are how our water before they go further right how is grief anticipated with this and how do you even deal with it you know when it comes to grief i don't think you can actually tell someone how to grieve Mm. i feel that's something that's really personal because others prefer you know to just cry let it out Mm. maybe they'll act out they do what they need to so with grieving it actually depends on an individual but then i feel as someone who's close to a person that's grieving or Mm. that's actually facing something like that all you can do is be there for that person Mm -hmm. and I don't know if i feel if i'm going through a hard time or like something terrible has happened mm. i wouldn't want someone to tell me like no it's going to be okay you know mm, this yeah, happens, you that yeah. i'm like i know it's going to be okay but right now it isn't so you just actually have to give someone the space to not be okay mm. you know if they need to speak out let them do that mm. if they need to cry let them cry and the thing with christians you know something happens at that time it's a good instinct i guess but then the first thing we want to do is like, you know, God, God knows what he's doing, God this. And then I feel I went through something that really hit me hard. Mm. And hearing those words was actually making me angry. Like, don't tell me that. I really, I really know all that. But right now, I just want to be angry about it. And when <laughs> yes. I'm okay, I'm okay. You know? <laughs> That's why it hurts the most. Exactly. Like, don't tell me to be okay. I don't want to be okay right now. Mm. So I feel I can just give someone the space. Of course, check on them listen to them if they need to talk mm. but don't tell them to be okay time to be okay will actually come will actually do come yeah. but then i don't know how much words can you know comfort mm. people when it comes to uh, griefing yes yeah, so sometimes what happens is that we, we try by almost to be there for people that yes. are, are, in, are in that condition but then it comes out to be different where most of the times we run out, we run out of words also. Yes. Yeah. Then we just tend to be quiet. But I suppose our presence, you know, it's very it important. Makes a yeah, yes, it, it makes does. <clears throat> so I think just you know, picking <laughs> the right words, <laughs> yeah, right? Yeah. right words to use. I don't even know if that yeah, and if they can be like the right words. I don't. I think some words are actually mm. comforting to other people, to others are not. Yeah. So then, I guess you have to be sensitive to mm. the person that's grieving. Yes. You have to see how they're reacting. Okay, are the words helping? Are they not? If not, just be there for them. Check on them just to make sure they're generally okay. Mm. Of course, they're not okay, but just make sure they're okay. Let them know if they need anything, you're there. Yes. Just be there like 100%, but then give them the time they need to actually grieve. And so I've... once they get to the point where they have yes. to move on, they'll move on. And I've actually noticed the fact of where um, 
when when my my my, my let's say my grandfather lost um my grandmom though they are not biologically my mom's parents right but we call them that mm, everyone was like telling him be strong don't cry i'm like what? at what point like i'm like at what point do you even tell someone to be strong like don't you actually don't you think the best thing is to let them first cry yeah, like to let it go out yeah, yeah. Let them so when you're okay like when you're telling them to be strong yeah. to some like what it means yeah. or imply uh is that you are telling them to keep their uh, you know emotions inside, inside right it, yeah then they can't just hold that for long mm. okay. so when you're telling them to be strong mm. it's it's more like you have a container then there's you know water inside then it's full you're trying to close the lid yeah. and, you know. yes it just comes out differently so it's better you you know Like, just there why don't we tell them okay i have this thing this phrase i don't know if people will take it rightly but i'm like why don't we always tell them it's okay to cry god is there waiting why exactly. do we always say no this is god's plan there it's ending <laughs> like stop crying that. like yourself like why need, don't <laughs> we just need to normalize saying it's okay to not be okay yes like, it's like okay <laughs> like if you want to complain smash the plate like do, like you at that point If you have to take a whole week, it's fine. God yeah. is still waiting for you. He's just there listening. Like if there's this thing I think we've just made this thing of where I'm There's this thing, let me say a point where people are like, okay, this has happened, right? We know everything is God's plan, right? And sometimes people literally you find when you tell them words like um no do not cry do not what god not what is doing yeah. that's like again you making them have a barrier with god exactly. like mm-hmm. yes like having a barrier because you be <laughs> yes. like okay, how is it god's plan that i should lose my dad at this time lose Listen. my mom lose my grandma it doesn't make sense so i don't know if we'll just give them the time maybe yes. it doesn't make sense now but it I will make sense like tell them that like after they cry or whatever exactly. that will make sense to them there and then actually mm-hmm thought the thing of where someone was telling my mom no just stop i'm like it means literally this thing is like here on his neck this and you know you have to cry just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know that feeling yeah. ah, that feeling is the hardest <laughs> but then it happens that mm. you know, like the way it's written yes Bible, it says everything happens yes for those that you know i'm christ right? yes yeah so when someone loses yes their, you know the beloved person yeah Sometimes yeah it might be it's for purpose. Yep, it is. Yeah. Again, it's I just your time. I don't know if you're compromising here, but <laughs> I don't know if I can ever agree to that that it's for purpose that you lose someone. Like what? Okay, I I get I see the picture like okay, no, this person passed on because of because this of you this. get. No, okay. like like let's say we are all Christians, right? Mm. Unless it's written that people will die or be taken away from us, right? We might never know what futures we have, what what's ahead of us, why this person had to leave this early because maybe their lifetime had ended, right? And that is something we are taught when we were young, right? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I think those words are right to tell someone. But the thing is, when do you tell them? I think that's why we actually have the missing part, right? Mm-hmm. At what point do you start telling someone because you just can't start it's like saying, "Oh no." Your father shot that woman. It was just for what? You know, like that thing like someone is who understand after they've passed that grieving period. They you can't tell them that because that's when they will understand. But at that point it's like you're burning 
uh, let's say that fire like you're still pulling fuel yeah. on it it's really something i think it's really something if we could actually choose the words and not the best time to tell i think grieving would literally just be and i and i think healing should really be given time yeah and i think chloe kardashian's <laughs> i i love <laughs> there's this quote she said she said healing is uh should be everyone should be given time to heal the yeah. time you take to heal isn't the time i'll take to heal exactly yeah because what what yes. is this yeah. So you're expecting me to heal from this grieving from two days? It isn't the same. I might take a month. I might yeah. take a year. The fact is, we need to give everyone space to have that time to heal. Be more understanding. Yes, be more understanding. So we have had friends who've lost uh, our parents, who've lost, and this has been really hard on us, right? Mm-hmm. How do you think we could help us friends? What could we do? that person is the one giving that person's one feeling the pain that's the yeah. person or oh, it's a parent or they've lost their husband it's this child has lost the mom how do you think how do we help us friends out there i think our presence our presence speaks a lot okay so when you're there for them mm. words are not that enough mm. but uh sometimes even actions you know mm. you tell a lot mm. so just being there for them i think it all paints a, a different picture in their yes it does yeah, so i can say just being there for them i suppose it helps a lot yeah. i feel just yeah like he's put it being there for them yeah be ready to listen yes and just be patient you know sometimes it might take them a long time sometimes it may not so just be patient you know okay give them the time that they need <coughs> But whenever just let them know that whenever they need anything you'll be there yeah just let them know that you're there all the time when they need it even when they don't you know just mm. be there and i feel as friends you know when someone is grieving if we're always there to remind them to say okay this is your loss they'll always stay in that grief for a long time yeah. so maybe let's just go there lighten up the mood you know do something let's yes. watch movies let's let's go for a walk let's mm. do this let's do that maybe if we get the mind off of the whole grief, mm. it will actually yeah. help. Yeah, yes. Right, yes. Yeah. And That's... then there are some people that, you know, they just don't like to... Like uh, another person to feel sorry for them. Mm. Yes, yeah, I so, get you on that part. Yeah, so they more what they want is to just see you the way you are, you get, when they're having a problem. So when you turn out to be sorry for them, don't feel bad. Yeah. Say, but why you get like mm-hmm. you're hating them more now yes so it depends you have to try to act normal yeah. you know just try to act just normal. like it's like all... how would we relate if this situation yeah. was there yeah grief has really done so it makes you sad it makes you sad like yeah. you definitely uh, it's just been a whole lot to do with right yeah. everyone has had someone they've lost we've had like people we are connected to we've had but god's presence is with us around us and keeping us company right you have to stick to him you read your word you prepare and sometimes i know who might some people might be listening to this are not christians but i know you've got different dominions of where i'm not sure how you pray but sticking to the holy one or the highest of power is actually the thing that you can hold on to at this point it's like everything now seems to be like it can just go away from a second like yeah you, you don't, don't know, know when. <laughs> you, yeah. we, because none of us actually know how 
we don't actually know how the gap because we all thought like oh the economy is just gonna be this right mm-hmm. there's just this large gap going just it's increasing right mm-hmm. and this is just not a one man's job this is an every person's job and i think this thing of where um there's this thing i think we've all been doing it's where um, we're dependent on one person to change this thing right let's let, let's uh let me give an example of our country right there's been so much going on with our economy we've had inflation we've had it's just been so much i i don't know if i can state it <laughs> all of it but it's just been so much going on right but but from you i don't know from my view i've seen a lot of people were all like seated like this holding our legs and be like oh this person will do it why isn't this person doing it you get like it's that rough part of like why isn't this person doing it yeah. why are we still suffering and i'm like why aren't we saying why aren't i doing something to make a change to it why do you think is that because you don't actually know what you can do to <laughs> situation, you know? yes, when right. you think about it mm. you're like okay so what can i do to actually change what's happening right yes. now because it's crazy i feel it's the lack of information or yes. rather education on how all this comes about yes. so you don't even know how to do how are you going to save a problem that you don't even know like mm. i feel we need some information or something mm. yeah I, I feel that's actually what's making it really really difficult yeah so then and coming back to the same issue of um, yes zambians yes facing this problem of you know our economy being bad oh yeah yeah there are some countries like uh, let's talk about uh, the western uh, uh, african countries oh, okay where uh, i think there's this writer is an author his name is one is a book that uh, he, uh, he wrote that, okay. uh, you know like hustle like west africa oh that one yeah <laughs> it came Africans. out guys it's nice <laughs> it's nice <laughs> yeah so like hustle like west africa mm. you know like africa uh, the west african countries they are one of the countries that uh, we mm-hmm. uh, had uh, uh, you know like cases of corruption and also there isn't that much of you know uh, peace yes in, yeah in those countries let's talk about uh, nigeria you know where we have two religions the christians and the muslims yeah you know, like that but then nigeria is actually one of the richest countries in uh africa and i don't think they are complaining the way we are complaining our economy okay? i don't know if zambians saying zambians it might sound <laughs> like a phallus or anything like that but then it's it's actually we have that dependency yes you like get that. yeah we just depend upon people yes wanting things to come in. Yes, yes that's the yes. thing so we don't have that mind to just rise up and do things on our own then make a change because no one ever forced bill gates to make the software <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he actually no, said okay there's something yeah. let me look for something to do right yes. no one forced anybody let's say uh we've got uh, that's Elon Musk, right? Mm-hmm. You've seen like that's why even hustle like a West African, right? Mm-hmm. It's based on innovation. It's based on what? The thing is, we are so settled, right? Like, okay, I've reached here. <laughs> like, some mm-hmm. I'm going to find this white collar job. I'm mm-hmm. going to do what? We're like so settled. Like, okay, innovative. there's someone who's higher than me. They're going to solve this thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you can't just be like, okay, okay, let me look up the information today. Why are we all talking about dollar? Let me try to understand where does all this come from. What is it about? Yes, you get. Like there's so much ignorance going on, but we're so good to complain. Like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> what's happening? Yeah, and that's what well, is all the prices tripling. Yes, <laughs> yeah. And we're that kind of mentality that yes. uh, we tend to have. Let's see. 
we just receive it a small amount of money yes then you want to show off <laughs> yeah. I hate yeah. you that man they rage but there's some other people that even this there's some small amount of money yes. to receive we'd want to keep or invest or yeah something. that's true yeah but we even the youth you know Zambian mm. young people when we receive such amount of money or what we want to do is then you get this then your pizza you but then there's some other people like in other countries who, yes. who, who would actually think of something and uh, do something you know to make yes. a change like we see some you know young boys in Nigeria mm-hmm. you know they're able to, to buy these spare parts people that you know yeah people that drive yep yeah so the young guys are the ones who are even you know, doing all those heavy 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 jobs yeah they're making a difference but here in zambia when you when you actually move around you find that the young people are this time around they're they're now the ones that are even you know, terrorizing people around you get and it's so different i don't know how we actually so the change starts with all of us right yeah. Yeah. So we just need to like take a step and do something we could just make a change because i have i'm not sure if you guys i'm most of people like i, I know don't watch ZNBC, <laughs> but i'm not sure if you guys watch uh this thing of what's this there's a thing for innovators in zambia right there's this show that goes on if you actually get to see them you're like this person made a speaker out of the container I was so shocked, and these we were like two village. I'm telling, and these were like two village boys. Exactly, we actually <sighs> just need. I don't know. We need something or someone, or I don't know how we can put it, but mm. we actually need people who can identify the talents that are in the youths. Yes. Because if we look at our population, we have a very young population. Yes, that's and true. And we need, we just need somehow to empower every young person who's got a great idea or something. Mm. We have. A lot of innovative people but then how are we going to bring them out like on the spotlight mm. you know how are they going to get known how are they going to bring out their ideas yes, so i can't true. say that people are they don't have ideas people do have ideas but then how are we going to listen to people's ideas yes and when we listen to their ideas what are we going to do about them yes that's the we thing. need funding that's the next step exactly so i i don't know but we need more young people in these offices i feel if someone you know within our age groups or at least within mm. the youths is actually running these offices they'll be able to think of all these mm. these other people and if we think of the other people like in government they are maybe even below 70 but because our population is so young they're the oldest we have and somehow they're not even <laughs> yeah you know, that's true the young the young ones you know we need we just need we need more young people to be active yeah. i'm coming to the issue of uh <coughs> Zambia and the young people, you know, being uh, innovative. Yeah. Uh, they are, yes. But then, they lack sponsor, is it support or something like that? Huh? Yes. Yeah, so, I think I've had an experience of that before. Where, in my secondary, I was part of the Jets Club. When we were, you know, like the project exhibition. Oh, okay. Yes, so when that's so, <laughs> I, was there, right? I was there. I, I couldn't <laughs> miss. I couldn't miss such opportunity. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Like there were people that had yeah. big projects. Ah, people have ideas. Big projects. Yeah, but people have ideas. Yeah, but then what? Like what usually used to happen was mm. 
I don't know how we the Zambian people that we call the our leaders how much maybe I can just use that term yeah. maybe yeah, okay. you know. yeah so maybe they are too selective in that they just want their favorite to be there oh, okay yeah and uh, in that case okay, okay let's say there are some schools that you know you've just put say okay it's, even if they have bad projects they'll still give them awards mm-hmm. and you know when a school is given an award or something that means that they are going to receive a certain amount of money and their standards re- raise in the yeah, world yeah yeah the school that you find yes but then those that had genuine projects projects that would have you know uh, 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 at least there are some developments huh? yes yeah, they're high yeah yeah they are they actually taken Yes, yeah, put aside, yeah. So and it's, it's just not enough. Imagine like you said you are you know Jets Club, people have come up with a good project, then you go there there's prize money, okay, the school gets a prize money, as maybe the person who's made the best you're given an award, maybe yeah. a certificate or something, and it ends there. I feel like yeah, yeah it's supposed to go beyond isn't it that. supposed yes. to go beyond that? Yes, Aren't you supposed to come up with more? Like isn't something supposed to come from that? Yep, so like an implementation. Then, okay, bye. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to come it's back next well. year. <laughs> and it's done. It's actually it's a whole enough. roller coaster. Yeah. So, mm, uh, we Zambians minds we have. We have we just like ones. we just like people that can actually be there for us yeah but okay that's re- that's really interesting to talk about so guys away from grief covid <laughs> projects and stuff okay let's just literally just cut a school how like school you know school covid has really just stressed us through <laughs> for you guys how has the school been like for me i'm telling you i am hit hard like my first university a there's this thing that's on me i had to adapt to e-learning i had to know and i'm like I, i think i'm half baked in my course <laughs> and i'm like how 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 has your education been here with this covid pathetic <laughs> it's been bad i think we've had like the yeah. worst year because first of all i think we're like the covid intake ah uh, we are the covid intake that's like our nickname yeah. now we're just in school for Some like three months for the covid catalyst <laughs> it's weird like, i think we've joined the team that uh, it's good right they call it out Oh, those those are the ones are the ones that mm. yeah, now, yeah, they now are covid <laughs> it's really sad mm. like wow we just came three months trying to adjust Ish. you know thinking we have a normal yep. school year you know we are supposed to go home we stayed home for like okay we stayed home for a long time i can't remember it like, was a long period. time did you come back in september out of october we came back in october and then yeah, we were supposed to be having the whole online lessons and everything and it being new like in our country it was so difficult i'm sure most of us didn't even have the classes yeah everyone is trying to get adapted to how to work with the whole e-learning access your moodle access this access that others who are like far places it was a challenge mm. it was a challenge coming back into school you, you are given like maybe two weeks or a week to prepare for exams and your lecturers are just there now running through everything running through everything you got assessments waiting for oh you oh my gosh last year was was terrible it 
was really bad. Yep. But then somehow we made it. God. <laughs> Thank God for that. Then yeah. we come to second year. We're all hoping oh. no, this year, you know, <coughs> it's it's on. It's, it's on. on. <laughs> Normal school year we experience, you know, the granny issue. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing like that. Um. I feel I don't know. This year for me has actually been tough. For like we're done with one semester, going to the next one, and I'm still like, okay, what's happening right now? Like, what <laughs> I'm still trying doing? to understand the first one. Like, <laughs> ah, it's, it's wild. Still trying to adjust. Yeah. So like my other colleague, he is actually saying it. Mm. Last year wasn't good for us, especially because mm. we just came into campus, then we found ourselves in the classroom. Mm. I know, right? It yeah, was a like, lot. <laughs> or lecturer. Oh, like all the lecturer theaters, most of them are closed. Yes. Then lecturer said, uh, lecturing that was in uh, September for some other in some, in some other courses. Yeah. Yeah. Then we we're just given a very limited period of time for us to prepare. And we get you for that, FM. So we've literally talked about school grief. Uh, we've talked about the economy. We've talked about just COVID in general what i'm not sure if you guys i'm not sure if you've been able to handle it i know it's it's been complicated right yeah. but what steps would someone take just to go through this anxiety these depressions that people are facing apart from going to counseling to your is uh that's your university i think universities have a counseling center right mm-hmm. so for all of you guys listening to this if you've got there some free counseling let's see centers you could check online for zambia and also have them in our university specific university so just try to go to a to any counseling center you get to talk to someone or just try to have that friend you know there's always that backbone friend you always just like go to like cry out like i am dead inside what advice apart from going for counseling would you give someone to go through this covid era this whole thing i feel it's new to everyone yes. but then you just have to find a way to adjust to everything yes. and accept like okay this is our reality right now mm-hmm. with the grief with the school just try to handle it because of course the e-learning everything was just introduced our schools were still trying to know how to handle it best. yes that's the thing they're trying to go through it as best as they can we should also like put in our effort as well to just try to make the most of it mm-hmm. you know health guidelines do that follow that do what you need to Make sure you're safe. Don't panic. If yes. you need to talk to someone, do that. But overall, just have that positive mindset. Like, take it easy. Everything will be okay. You know, just take time to breathe. And just accept, like, okay, this is the new normal. This you is know? the new normal, This yes. is the new normal. And find a way to live in this new normal safely. Yeah. Thank you. And for many additions to what Tundiwe has to say. I'll take it that, like we are taught, yes, by you know the Ministry of Health, that we should be following the guidelines that we are being taught. So, to just advise someone out there, I'd say it's better to be, you know, to to just be indoors without, to just avoid going. Yep, so to avoid contact, right? Yeah, avoid contact. So as you avoid contact, you stay indoors and if you, you just need get... some personal isolation, just do that. Just do your thing. Stop moving around. Stop visiting your friend's rooms all the time. <laughs> <laughs> if you're going to visit your friend, just go to mask. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So thank you for you guys being able to 
be here and for us to talk about these things yeah. and i'm just so grateful that we had this talk i really needed to talk to someone about this there's been so much going on there's been so much going on with us this time and our friendship circle is like a tight one where if one gets affected we all get affected at the end of the day do you have any closing remarks or should we just say bye to the listeners Okay guys, you've heard it from Tandiwe and Ephraim about following the regulations and I know COVID must have hit you hard somewhere, somehow grief must have found you somewhere, somehow school, anxiety, depression, but all you can try to do is try to pray if you you got time, pray, just say, listen, to, uh, listen talk to God. It's not that go to a counseling center make sure you max up if you de- you've got your sanitizer with you just make sure be positive always be vibrant only thing you can do now is spread love you don't have time to have hatred at this point guys we don't have time to have beef with someone this is a point where we need to spread love with one another so guys thank you for joining me and i hope i get to ah <sighs> speak to you again next week friday and love you guys this is our time to say bye bye, bye.